Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I welcome my good friend Cindy to the show, where we're going to be talking about becoming unstuck, working through trauma and living a more victorious life. So just a quick introduction to Cindy. So Cindy is the founder of Cindy Gold International and Create Your Victorious Life. Cindy is a joy catalyst, your victorious life strategist and certified presenter and coach with expertise in many areas, including fear mitigation, fear obliteration and fear replacement. She's the perfect person to help you to quit tripping over your traumas, to get unstuck and to have breakthroughs and claim in every area of your life. Really excited to have you on the show today, Cindy, and for our conversation. So, yeah, first of all, um, be really interesting to know for the listener in particular, I know I know you, obviously, what actually got you into this area of fulfilling work that you're doing now wow so uh golly so in april of 2021 i prior to that of course i knew of course who tony robbins is and joseph mcclendon the third who both you and i love yeah and he's our mentor and i uh joined the neuroencoding institute and became a founding member of that as well as with the dr amen you know brain revolution in the beginning of April. Well, after two weeks later, I actually moved out of my home and separated from my marriage and then moved forward with the divorce thing. During that time in the summer, um, so that was in April, towards the summer, uh, my son, one of my children, Mana, he became sick uh, at the end of July. Now he had never really been sick a day in his life that I'm aware of, no colds, no anything. 36 years old, beautiful marriage, um, spectacular uh, family, beautiful, five beautiful babies, children, and teenagers down to at the time, I think Benjamin was three or two, he was two. And uh, on August 7th, 2021, he moved back home to heaven and he, he left. And I, you know, honestly, I was, it was interesting because when I had moved out of my home, um, I actually got to live with my son and his family. Now, I mean, who knew, right? That that was, that was in April, that in August, that he wouldn't be here anymore. So as a mama, I got to, I mean, that's such a tender mercy for me. I got to see him be a dad and a father and a husband. And we just had a blast. We sang and played games and ate and had just, you know, a beautiful time for my healing and also to spend that precious time with him. And then for him to, you know, pass away. So after Mana, though, then there were between that time frame and March of 2022, I had a total of eight loved ones all move back home to heaven. Plus my divorce was final. And what that actually did for me, because I had many options, right? Opportunities to be stuck and talk about trauma, right? You know, one of them was also my father and two of them were two of my best friends of one over 20 years. And so, and all unexpected, not anybody was like, you know, been sick for a long time and that kind of thing. And so one day I, I was thinking about like all the things that 
um, that they did in their life. And, and then I came across this research as I was just kind of diving into trying to heal and process through some of this stuff. And there's many, many, many studies, and most of them, even Success Magazine, say that, you know, out of all the people that come to this earth, about between 92 to 98% of the people will not stay in alignment with their assignment. They won't do what they were purposed to do. They won't live out their wildest dreams. They don't create that wildest, you know, that life and that vision because they're afraid. Literally, they get stuck in fear and they don't do it. And they, some people, and that doesn't mean they don't have great lives or whatever, but if you know that you've got this spectacular life you can have, and there's this thing that's holding you back because you're afraid, wouldn't you want to know what that spectacular thing is? And so when I got that research, I started thinking about all my loved ones. And with the exception of one person, I would say they left here not having fulfilled mm -hmm. their dreams. Like my son, you know, he's they're only 36, of course, you know, and um wanted this, he wanted there were a lot of things he still wanted to do, right? Especially as a husband and a father and and things, businesses he wanted to build. And so that became my why. But it'd be it's like, well, why are people not doing that then? And that literally is what birthed where I'm at right now. It's just like, okay, let's do it. Let's go, let's go. You know, what do you have to do to not be afraid or to do it anyway? And to get over yourself, right? Now it's a powerful story. You got, uh, you know, you got me. It definitely got got to be there. Like this whole, we've really, you know, really got to make the most of the time and be inspired to and live from that inspiration of what you really want to do. But I think you said fear is the the thing that holds quite a lot of us back. And that's I remember Tony Robbins saying it several times. He goes. What's the one thing? It's a very simple concept. It's fear. That's what he said. That's the one thing that holds people back. And for me personally, how I've experienced, but I've also absorbed it, observed it rather, when I've been coaching or mentoring other people, speaking with them. It's sometimes it's not even like conscious, but it's like subconscious. And it's you're not even noticing you're doing certain feelings or there's these excuses or certain words you come up with or reasons you can't do something, which sound very logical and legitimate because I, I know I've definitely had that in my head and I've heard it from other people as well. Um, I don't know if you, it looks like you relate to what I'm saying, Cindy, that sometimes, yeah. Does that sound true to you as well? My goodness. Yes. I mean, how many things do we make excuses and we call them reasons why mm. we can't do something or why we're not doing something. And at the end of the day, it's just things that we're afraid of. You know, it's whether it's even think of all the times that you hesitated to do something or you procrastinated doing it. And even think when you were in school, were you the, the guy that you know, slammed the night before trying to cram everything in because you had the test the next day and you had all this time to do it, you know, or the book report or the other thing and, or even fear of success or failure, or, you know, the ever so popular fear of rejection, because everything boils mm. down to being rejected. We, as human beings, of course, we want to be loved. Why wouldn't I love you? Why wouldn't you love me? Of course, we want to be loved. And we hesitate to do things because we're so afraid that people won't love us. They won't high five us at the end of the day, or they're going to judge us, which again, goes back to rejection, right? No matter what anything, if you really look at those, all the fears that people have, 
it all boils down to that one primary color, right? Of rejection mm. of not being loved. And, and what's interesting is that like, even think about the way that we compensate, like, have you ever injured yourself? Maybe, you know, you, you need to go to the chiropractor, your back is hurting. And then, you know, you just allow yourself to be too busy because it's a hassle. It's across town. You have to make the appointment, all that stuff, or you don't want to spend the money, whatever it is. So then you start to compensate by sitting a certain way, walking a certain way. So you don't feel that pain as much. Right. Mm. And then, then what, then now you, Mr. 10 K, you know, killing it with the 75 hard, um, you know, then all of a sudden you're feeling that ache and pain and you have to address it because it's too much in your face. You can hardly walk because of it. Right. But how much did you compensate to delay it? Hmm. Does that make sense? Or have you had that experience in your life? Um, not personally with an injury, not personally with an injury, but I know it's, uh, I've seen it. I've observed it so many times, just like the Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't need to go to the doctor or like, even if it's an illness, like, oh, I don't want to go to the doctor or, you know, I don't want to go to the physiotherapist for the, for the appointment and things like that. So yeah, I've seen it so it's many times. Ever. Like I even say things like, like one of the things that I was sharing with a group that I'm coaching mm. is like how many times, and I know some of your listeners are going to have experienced this. You maybe even yourself, have you, like washed a load of clothes, right? And then two days later, you're like, oh, crud, you have to wash it again because you didn't take it from there to put it in the dryer. And then when it gets in the dryer, how many times do you keep pushing the button so that it gets the wrinkles out because you keep forgetting? And then you finally get it to the couch. It doesn't even get hung up because you end up dressing yourself all week from the pile that's on the couch. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know if you've ever had that experience. I know I have. I know lots of people who have. And that's just kind of how it's the same thing. We just keep delaying things because that sometimes that pain of just getting it done, we we have this delusion in our head that it's better to just keep pushing the button, right? Mm. The pause button. I'm not going to go out and I'm not going to create that life because that's scary, right? I mean, doing your laundry isn't scary, but sometimes you just let it drag it until- or maybe it is doing your laundry, Johnny. I don't know, but it is. <laughs> or your dishes, right? Oh. Yeah. And the uh, you just remember well when you were talking there, all like you know, I pointed out, you know, I was thinking about the delay of fear, but I was also thinking about the fact I still got to do my ironing later. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. And sometimes it just doesn't work if you just stick it in the dryer. You literally have to get the iron out. And the spray starts and right to do it right and to do it well. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all my lovely skill sets in life, I don't think ironing is up there, unfortunately. But yeah, I'll get <laughs> but yeah, but it it's definitely something I've got to do tonight. Thanks for reminding <laughs> me. Anyway, on um so it's a good it's a good like um demonstration to talk about, you know, putting things off like we do in in life with our fears when we're masking them. A little bit and like putting things off so thanks for that cindy with with fear though like obviously you're a coach and this is the value of a coach you know as opposed to just you know getting a bunch of trying to look at free resources online and trying to you know figure it out yourself but that that's what i always find with addressing my fears but what would you say to like if you could i know it's probably quite a general question but someone who's Right. They they 
do know what they want to do or move towards it, but they're so they're so stuck in that fear. Is there any like first steps or step that they could take really that has helped you in the past? Or one of the things you know? really, yeah, you know, one of the thanks for that question. I mean, one of the things that really helps me is to get definitively clear on what mm. I really want. Oh, love it. I mean, I, laser focused, one hundred percent clear crystal clear on what I really want not on what I don't want on what I do want yeah right and then what I do is I know a lot of people they have vision boards and they have other things like that and I used to I mean I've taught vision board classes what I started doing is I started having a gratitude board and I really am meaning it's December 31st like today is July 3rd right 2023 my gratitude board is filled with, it's December 31st. I'm so grateful I, I slayed all this stuff this year. Look at what we did, right? And so I anchor myself into that and I see it and I make sure that that happens. And I'll give you an example. And I didn't realize how really powerful this was until I walked through some of the things that I shared with you. So I was getting some things out of storage. And prior in 2020, in the fall of 2020, I started to put together my vision board, right? Not gratitude board, my vision board for 2021, not knowing I was going to move out, not knowing I was going to have the year that I had. And I put, you know, places I wanted to travel, all these different things, including um, figuring out a way to work with Joseph McClendon III, like all that. Okay. I know. Check it out. This is crazy. And Dr. Amen. So I forgot about that. But what I had done in the fall is that's when I made a shift of, hey, you know what? If I really want this to be done, I have to see it as already done. Because what happens when you do that is when you're that crystal clear and you sit and I like to meditate, of course, and I pray, you know, I, I, I'm anchored in that. And so I literally sit and I do that and I see it as done. Well, then I ask, I, I sit and ask, well, then how did I do it? And I see the specific steps that it took to have it done so that it gives me a pathway to, to walk it out. Am I making sense? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So I'm doing like reverse engineering it. Right. Okay. Yeah. But getting exactly. clear on, on the end really, or, or that, that point where you want. Okay. Getting super clear. So I'm moving my stuff um, from storage way after I already moved out all this stuff. And there's some stuff I have in storage and I come across that board. Holy smokes. I looked at the board and the majority of that stuff was accomplished. I didn't even remember that I had it on the board. Like I had anchored it in so strong places. I was going to travel all that stuff. Joseph McClendon, all of it was accomplished on there. The majority of everything was so cool. That's how powerful it is because what happens is, is our thoughts are electric. Our hearts are magnetic. So when you think a thought and you create it because, you know, like we know the whole, you know, as we think, right? So we feel that's that connection as we feel. So we do as we do. So we have. So when you think a thought, like in my favorite book, it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And when you think that because your heart has a brain, it's a magnetic and it starts to create that. And it brings towards you, magnetize towards you the things that you're thinking about. It's insane. I mean, test it out. I already know you know how to do this. 
So I invite your audience to test it out because it's pretty cool. What happens is then you anchor all of that in why you want to do it. Like it's great, you know, and it doesn't matter what it is, whatever you want to do, anchor it in why and make that so um, strong within you, just like you have to do it and watch it, everything just fall into place as it just starts to come to you. And then you just, your fear just is like, it's interesting how that will be obliter obliterated when you actually anchor that why in with already seeing it done. Mm. It's pretty powerful stuff. Love it. Yeah, getting crystal clear. And I love what's, what's I love the word magnetism. I, I have my own routine. And tell you what, Cindy, in the last, um, I've been really hitting this routine hard in the last three weeks, like doing it five times a day, like one of Joseph's thing. And it's like involves a stop technique. It's jumping on my rebounder, shouting what I want, like, you know, the identity statement and all that kind of thing. And, you know, doing a bit of that before, but when you really intensify it, like just start making, this is just a bit of a guidance for the audience as well. Just start keeping a log of what shows up in your life as well. Because then you you show yourself that actually things are in motion, um, and it and the fact you had that vision board or that grat you know that gratitude board, and then at the end you actually came back and you're like, oh wow, like meeting Joseph, you know, working with Joseph McClendon, these places I travel to, it's it's happened. Yeah, I'd definitely resonate with that that magnetism and creating those thoughts as much as possible. And that's a great way. That's a great one for the fear because, yeah, I often found that sometimes it's definitely harder at other times. And we're not saying like there's never going to be points when you, you're going to be a little bit fearful. There's going to be negative negativity popping up. But it's like when it's always focusing on, yeah, the don't wants and that fear more, it gets worse. I personally found anyway. So, I, yeah. I totally agree. It's interesting because I literally from where I'm sitting right now, I can see my rebounder. I do the exact <laughs> same thing. I have my rebounder right there. And I do my, the same identity statement, all of those things. And multiple times a day, because it literally anchors in that frequency so that you can create the things. And doing like the stop technique, as you shared, it actually helps you to mitigate that fear because you're already encoding your brain to be at a certain frequency. So if that fear is something that you were afraid of before pops up, chances are it'll even bounce off of you. I mean, it's pretty cool. And when you can see your growth, like, have you seen your growth with things that might've freaked you out a while, you know, maybe six months ago, and now you're like, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's so cool. That's like think cool. about where you were before you started running. Like, I mean, you know, cause you and I had a conversation and I, and I've been following, um, the creation of your abs and <laughs> along with a lot of the people who love you, we were all like, okay, Johnny, you know, but it's so cool to watch because it's literally right before our eyes that you're doing that. And you've mm -hmm. been vigilant. Wouldn't you say that your consistency is one of the most important things that have made that happen oh 100 yeah and it's a system as well not willpower it's a system it's about yeah. systematizing it that we're keen on so yeah that's that's a good one so yeah cindy um 
wanted to ask you a little bit about right we're, we're focusing on like what we want I, I always emphasize this is pretty on quite a lot of my solo episodes so we always start with what you want and then people tell you what they don't want this is all about what you want um and saying I don't want to be stuck in this relationship or job is not what you want that's what you don't want um it's like well what do you want it might take a bit of time now for the individual a big challenge for and definitely being me uh again in in the past and now and then can catch myself in it and snap out of it a big challenge has been overthinking and being like what do I want to do where do I want to go I'm a bit stuck like how I mean from your experience from what you've done personally or maybe you've coached someone through this if someone's really in that overthinking state of where they want to go next or what do they want to do how can they take some steps to maybe unravel that a little bit I would say even one of the things you said a minute ago when you said I don't want to be stuck in this relationship when I was really in the thick of things before I moved out when I created that that board in the fall what I wrote out was everything I wanted, mm. what I wanted in relationship, how I wanted to love, how I wanted to be loved, all the things that mattered to me, my values. And I really, I got out of my head because it's so easy. Like how many times, I mean, how many conversations, right? We have 70,000 thoughts that go through our brain every day. And most of them, 90, I think percent of them aren't even new thoughts. It's the same stuff. Like how much space do you rent in your brain for that same conversation of, I don't want this. I don't want that. And you may not say it in those words. You're not speaking and declaring what you do want though. Right. So what happened for me was, is I really anchored in that energy of what I really wanted. And every time a thought would come in about what I didn't want, because I was in a situation where things were happening that I didn't want, I would flip into, I would literally put my whole being into what I wanted. And I would mm -hmm. see myself in it. I would eat it. I would be about it. Every single thing that, and eventually what ended up happening is the things that I didn't want anymore were the things that were no longer a part of my life, the things that were hurtful or other things, right? And the things, and what really happened is, and this is what I would share with you, Johnny, is that you know, we, we say often, Tony has said this, I think, and, and Joseph, of course, when, when you stay in your head, you're dead. Well, what I would say is, yeah. And when you get in your heart, you're smart oh, and, and you, yeah. And that's where you have to be, right? Because that's where you are. That's where you are. This is just a bunch of everything that we process and we see, and we know, or we don't know. And, but here is really, that's your command center, right? And so when you really get deep in your heart and you get anchored into what you really want, when you're not willing to compromise and when you're willing to really show up for you, because at the end of the day, it boils down to, and I have a good, good, precious, good friend, Donna, um, Donna Izzard. And she said to me, Cindy, are you going to show up for you? And like, she's like Harlem girl, like in your face. She, she always says I'm the DI straight, straight up, no chaser. Cause that's, if you imagine that she's like, are you going to show up for you? You better show up for you. Well, it's the same thing. Right. And I say that to everybody listening, at what point are you just going to show up for you? Hmm. And because it's your life, this is it. It's yours. It's all yours. Every bit of it, no matter what happened to you, it happened for you. Right. As we know, how can you take that in and look for a treasure and then grow from that. And how is that going to get you to the place of 
your joy to the place of where you have victory in every area of your life. Cause it really boils down to what do you really want? Mm. Right. What do you want? I think there's a, there's a key, um, there's a key theme in this episode um, that you know, it comes back to what do you want? And ultimately living in your heart. I'm glad you brought up the heart as well. Like, um, so many times in my life, I've like disconnected it and I'm quite like a logical, right? Dude is analytical and it can get a bit cha- chaotic sometimes, but then it's coming back into the the heart and the body. It's sometimes so like such a beautiful place that it brings me to tears and it's all, it's so refreshing when you're just like really honest with stuff or have that heartfelt conversation with another person. So yeah, thanks for sharing that one. Absolutely. You know, when it, it's interesting because when you said tears, and having the heartfelt conversation. So without getting emotional, I, you know, you do the mirror exercise, correct? Yeah. You know, where you look in the mirror and you, and you talk to Johnny, right? Yeah. So one day I was really having a rough day. I was missing my son. I was missing my dad. I mean, I got to talk to my dad. I would say at least once or twice a day, almost every day for 30 years. You know, um, he just one day started calling all of us every day and, and it was just, and I missed that, you know, and I was just having a rough day. And so I forced myself, you know, to get in the mirror and to talk to me. And as I'm looking at myself as deeply in my eyes as I can, and you know how hard that is. Sometimes you look away, you don't, right. Especially when you first start doing that, I was crying. And for the first time I would say, in forever, I actually like fell in love with me thinking, I love this girl. Like, I love this woman. Look at, and I, and I got my, I understood my tears. Like it was such a profound thing for me that I just wanted to scoop me up and love me. And it was this big, it was like, like a defining moment for me. Like, oh my gosh, I have this much time here. Let's go, you know? And, and, and it was where I was able to make a shift to just love and, and to understand that these are like real things that happen in real life that are very painful, right? I mean, just whatever your own hurts are and things that you've had or any loss you've or traumas that you've had. And at the same time to show up for me and I had a conversation, what do you really want? Like, what do you really want? And, mm-hmm. and how can you use this to get what you, to get to what you really or where you really want to be? And how do you be in alignment with your assignment and do what, what God's purposed you to do? And you know, when you're not in alignment, I mean, like, if you go look at the post I made a couple of days ago, it's pretty, you know, like, you know, when you're, it's kind of like when you, like in the U S when you're driving on the highway, if you go off a little bit, there's these bumps and it's like, da, 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 and you know, to, you know, like get back on. Well, when you're not in alignment, and you're on the wrong in the wrong lane. It's like you're on those bumps the whole time. Your spirit knows you. You still keep pushing through because your hard head, Fred. You don't want to get off the freeway. You know, you just want to keep going, and you're afraid or whatever. When you get to a certain point, and you get over that, and you get over yourself, and you have that mirror moment, it's like wow. It's so wild how I wake up every day stoked. Like I'm, and that doesn't mean like yesterday I was crying because I missed my boy. You know, I mean, there's, I have those moments, but it's like, if you've ever been to Hawaii, it could be sunshiny. And then all of a sudden there's this mist of rain 
and then it's still shiny. It's like that for me now, you know, I, it doesn't mean that. And some days it pours and other days and it's for moments. Right. And what I do in those moments is I allow myself to feel that. And then I instantly, like I shift that tide to everything I'm grateful for and getting right back in. Not that I allow myself to grieve because that's important, but I shift into that other spot on purpose so that I can keep moving forward. And I don't get stuck there because that's how you get stuck by doing all that stuff. And when what's so cool is, is in that moment when that I had that mirror moment, I wake up now, like I'm grateful. Like I literally, thanks toothbrush. I'm glad I have a toothbrush. You know, I'm glad I have toothpaste. I'm so grateful for the bagels or whatever it is. You know, I'm so thrilled to have coffee, right? When you look at things that way, what happens is everything you love, you get more of everything you're grateful for. It's like a deluge, right? I mean, have you noticed that like for yourself? Yeah, definitely. With, I'll tell you one thing I've, I've noticed when it's the it can be harder to, for me personally, to practice gratitude in some, at some times, but it's like when I'm in that moment, really allowing myself to do, you know, have those deep breaths and be in the moment, not on your phone, not in, not on the like laptop all the time. And maybe after like clearing stuff out, cause I do breath work weekly, a deeper session and things like that. It's like in those moments, you just, you just want to bring in so many good things and, yeah, just like looking around and trying to stay away from technology for a little bit, although obviously admittedly I'm on there creating content a lot, but when <laughs> you just, you get those present moments and then you can just appreciate and just look around, which a lot of us don't. And I've been so guilty of this in my life. It's just, wow. You just, you start getting excited by, Oh, look, I, you know, even there's the, there's the harbor side by me and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, we get like an autopilot, right? And yeah. then, you know, like how long, how many times have you had like all your sales calls and then you're creating your content and you're like, like holy cow, it's already midnight, right? And you were <laughs> there, the like you barely moved all day, right? You just like one thing after another. Well, what I, I did was I thought, well, I'm here. Like I'm tangibly on this earth right now. I get to do whatever I want. Well, what do you want to do? And yeah. let's do it. And don't make it like this, like worry about how you're going to get there. Like, okay, that's what I want. Okay, let's go. So, you know, even down to like our coaching and the things that you and I do, or even being here on the podcast with you. And I mean, you're in the UK and I'm, you know, in the US and look at this technology that we have that we get to be on and, you know, and do all these things. It's like, how cool is that? And we literally get to share energy. We get to exchange energy, thoughts, concepts, love, kindness, grace, you know, and it's pretty stinking cool this life we have, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just like excited about it, aren't you? Oh As yeah. You're running yeah, down the. Totally. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely need more of you in the world as well, Cindy. It's uh, it's contagious your amazing energy <laughs> and joy you bring. So I'm really glad we we could bring you on today. So Cindy, we could, to be honest, I want to go, you know, go on for another hour talking to you. Um, and we could go into more deep depth of some of the things we've covered today. But just before we we wrap up today, um, is there any final po points or point that you'd like to leave us with? And also, where can the listener find more from you and your work? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it all boils down 
to what's in your heart? What do you believe in your heart? And I really want everybody who's listening to really examine that. Like, what do you have to believe to create your victorious life? What do you have to believe about yourself, about the world around you? And what and whatever that is, figure that out and make that happen, you know? And you can find me, you know, anybody that wants to reach out to me, createyourvictoriouslife.com is one spot. I You can schedule a call with me if you want to. I have my, of course, my TV show, Create Your Victorious Life, which is on Zingo TV, channels 250 and 251. It's every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, which is pretty fun. Um, thanks to you, of course, I'll be launching my podcast this month and it's 15 minutes to victory, which stay tuned for that. Uh, you can find me Cindy Gould on Facebook or victorious underscore living underscore with underscore Cindy, because that's Instagram, of course, any way you want, just reach out to me. I'm happy to help. Awesome. And thank you for having me. Awesome, Cindy. Yeah. Big thank you for coming on. We'll be sure to uh link that information below as well in the the description so a big thank you once again cindy for coming on today and sharing everything thank you thank you so that concludes our episode for today and remember you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence